Welcome. This is Anastasia Glova bringing you the Cato Daily Podcast. Be sure to log on to our website, www.cato.org, for a full archive of our podcast as well as many other audio offerings. The European Union's common agricultural policy is one of the most protectionist subsidy regimes in the world. In spite of partial reform, the CAP remains an immensely wasteful farm subsidy program that harms European consumers as well as some producers in developing countries. Patrick Messerlin, director of the Groupe d'Economie Mondiale at the Institut d'Etudes Politiques de Paris, joins us in this podcast to discuss options for further reform. What are the components of a good agricultural policy? Well, the first one will be to be not distorted in terms of the food product productions. I mean, that the farmers will really produce farm product that they should produce according to their land, their skills, their climate and weather, etc. And, uh, of course, we are very far from that because everything in the current agricultural policy are precisely inducing the farmers to do something they should probably not do in a normal case. Now, there is a second component that would be minor, less important, but nevertheless important. It's to take into account the so-called environmental framework. And here, the big question is, how do you define that? And I think it's not easy to define that at the level of the community, the European community, if I may talk about the community. Uh, it's too big. It's not even probably possible to define that at a level of a large country like France or Italy, because the weather, the climate, the structures in terms of environment, forestry, etc., are quite different. So probably the second level of a good agricultural policy should be defined at a very regional level. And then how to do it, because that's not easy. The best way will be certainly to progressively have good practices. And I call that the quest for best practices in Europe. I mean, the Swedes, maybe in the northern part of Sweden, could just find a nice way to do what they want to do. And then the French or the Italians of some region could use that and apply that to them, you know. So there will be a kind of competitive uh, ideas about how to take into account this environment framework. So far from being planist or statist, it has to, to really be a competitive aspect. Now, Cato's stance on the European community's common agricultural policy is that you don't need it. Do you agree with that stance? Oh, you certainly don't need the current one, which, again, is making a lot of distortion. And very often, the farmers are the first person losing from this game. They don't always understand that, but they are often in this case. I give two examples. Uh, it took for them a long time to understand that the small farmers did not get anything except some few crumbs from the current common agricultural policy, so it was hopeless for them. I give a second case. In France, it's more French policy but than European policy. We give subsidies for water, for agricultural use. When suddenly a drought happens... Farmers are the first to be hurt by this uh, water subsidy policy. Why? Because the water subsidy policy induced the farmers to use a lot of water and to take seeds which are water-intensive consumers. When the drought suddenly happens, immediately their crops is going down very uh, critically, etc. And in addition, in this case, and we have example during the two last years, in the regions where the drought happened, the state immediately took measures to limit the level of water. So the farmers were even more limited by that. 
The best policy will on contrary remind the farmers that every 15 years there is a drought in the region. So they have to look for seeds which are very careful about water. You know, this is really the negative perverse impact of this kind of subsidies. Overall, how would you reform the common agricultural policy? I think first we should start from the money subsidy aspect. We should cool down the whole machinery. There is, will be a review in 2008. Then the subsidies should be cut in a substantial amount. As I said during the seminar, I think the member states have different farming structure. Some of them have only large farmers, like the UK. Some of them have a range of small and large farmers. So we should leave to each member state the freedom to cut the subsidies according to the farm structure. For example, in UK, since everybody is a large farmer, so everybody will be cut by the same amount, 10%, 20%. That should be decided. In France... When you have a large and small farmers, maybe you, you may be inclined to cut more rapidly the subsidies on the large farmers because they have the means to adjust to that and be a little bit slower for the small farmers. So they should be tailor-made situation, a tailor-made reduction in the subsidies. That's the first pillar. The second pillar, on the EU terms, the second pillar is this pillar about environment. And I come back to my previous answer. We have to be very careful, increase the money very slowly, look essentially for best practices, because in most of the cases, you can do a lot without, in fact, subsidies. How do you think that the common agricultural policy has affected the success or failure of the Doha round of negotiations? Well, it has certainly been one of the obstacles. It is one of the obstacles. Essentially, the market access, the tariff, which are currently used by the community, and the, the cuts offered by the Commission are still too small for the uh, other trading partners, be the Keynes Group, exporting countries, be the G20, the emerging economy, be the US, the OECD advanced economies. So definitely it's a big source of trouble and we have to address that very quickly. Is there a lot of support in Europe for comprehensive reform of the agricultural policy? Increasingly, yes. That's my view, at least. When you read the polls, you observe that Europeans tend to support the common agricultural policy for one reason, the small farmers. They have the small farm ideas in their mind. This is why the campaign showing that, in fact, most of the cap was going to the large farmers really shocked many people because they don't want poor worker or an average worker in the French town don't want to send tax money to a rich farmer. So this is, I think, why most of the Europeans have begun to realize that there should be a change in the common agricultural policy with a kind of special protection maybe for their old gold or the good old farmers they have, small farmers they have in mind, you know. If you enjoyed this program, consider subscribing to Cato Audio, a dynamic 60-minute monthly recording that brings you inside the Cato Institute for highlights from exceptional one-of-a-kind lectures and events on key issues of the day presented by nationally known scholars, authors, and political leaders. Cato Audio is available on our website as well as on iTunes and audible.com.